That's one thing I love more than getting my bitch over the plate. And that ain't getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's plate, put your sticker stuff, won't get any Astros game. Casa Ole. It's Lima time time. It's episode one fourteen. He is Patrick. I'm James. How you been? I'm good. It's, it's football season here. It's it's fall on the calendar. <laughs> it's currently ninety five degrees outside where where I live. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I went I went this weekend and I got a bottle of a good a sip a good sipping bourbon and I'm just like it's just not. Like ideally, like it, like there'd be a crisp in the air, and it would yeah. just be you know a slight chill, and it'd be time to uh, you know just have a good, good nice bourbon. And, I, and obviously, I've almost killed the bottle, so I mean, I'm not, I can't, I can't, I can't like. You're wearing a cardigan anyway for no reason. You're just you're 110 pounds because you just sweated all weekend long. Yeah, that's bourbon. it's funny you say that though, but I am a uh, a seasonal dresser. Like if it's uh, I mean I'm not gonna wear like a turtleneck and like if it's 90 degrees I wouldn't wear a turtleneck in general I'm not Ron Burgundy but <laughs> but like if there yeah if it's fall like I may I may wear a more fall suited you know clothing than even though that it's probably a little bit hotter than it should be I I, I, I believe in I believe in dressing for the season so that's just that's just a rule I live by but now everything's good here the we we're, everything's good extremely admirable yeah. Uh, well, fall clothes. Well, fall clothes are cool. I though. coach a cold weather sport, and I've got. I mean, I've I've got all my stuff. I'm just it's it's ready. It's all washed and clean. But I'm just like it's it's going to be 98 during the during the period today. So I'm 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 just going to wear a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah, that's all you can do. So uh, all right, talk about our sponsor because I, I have a a very good question for you uh, to to open the show. Ooh, so I can't wait for that. Let's do the sponsor. Let's do the sponsor thing. Uh, well, they uh, James was real excited. James at Bravado. Just if there's any idiots listening, and there are, because Astros Twitter listens. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> uh, James was really excited about. Uh, they were announcing a new product, and they I haven't tried it, and, and neither of you, and I don't know if I will. I feel like I need to, but this is it's some it's it's a new sauce and it's one of their it's on the high end on the on the uh, the Scoville the Scoville scale. Yep. It's a it's a Akamiso sauce. Uh, so, excuse me. Haha, <laughs> got him. Akamiso horny. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. We've made more jokes uh, more jokes about the name than we have actually said the name. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, it's a spicy soup, and like you know how I am. I, I'm already against soup as it is. It's like, yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to drink my meals. Like, so, so I'm already against soup. Soup's stupid. Uh, but noodle, no, all right, noodle soups. I'm sure, I'm sure. I don't know. Anyway, so it's a hot, it's a hot sauce. I'm about to go on a whole rant on uh, soups. Hot smoothies. That's what we call them. In this yeah, house. I'm not trying to eat my drinks. You know. It's <laughs> so stupid. Hot smoothies. <laughs> just stupid. It's like it's just yeah, just yeah, I don't want to slurp this liquid in public. Like or private. <laughs> you can only eat it when you're sick. It's just like or I mean if you're if you're respectable, 
Because some people just like like, and you're you're I think you're a soup truther. But it's like if you're just like craving soup, like I don't, I got a big problem with that. You have a fever. I mean, that's that's the only uh, yeah. And, well, the, my thing with soup is like uh, I was at the grocery store earlier, and I I went down the aisle that had some soup, and I was like, that'd be cool. I'm gonna be hungry 15 minutes after I eat that. Right. So no, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip it and go somewhere else and, right. and go on a different aisle. Yeah. Right. Right. And people always always like get on me because I like and this is this is in the middle of the bravado spot. I would like to let everybody know that this is this is the sponsored material, but like. Like pho and like just noodle soup and all that stuff is considered soup, even though it's just full of like brisket and like meat and and noodles. Like that's not soup for me, just because yeah, it's, no, it's I agree with that. just because it's floating in a liquid. Like I don't dr- I don't drink the liquid at the end like a psychopath. Like I'm on like I'm on Epstein's <laughs> sex island drinking the blood of the youth. <laughs> with Cole Hamels. Yeah, me and sex. Yeah, me and me and Cole Hamels are drinking drinking the blood of uh, blood of babies while we're eating. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not drinking broth. But if I was to drink a broth, you know what I would? You like you like that pivot? You like that pivot? That's just being a professional. If I was to, if I if I was to drink a broth, it would probably be an akamiso type sauce. Uh, and I I saw there was a lot of good reactions. On, on Twitter, so a lot of people are real stoked for this, but it has like Carolina Reaper in it, and just like so, I mean, it's 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 got all of the the chili peppers lit up on their on their bottles. So like, I know like if you, if you have a sinus infection or the flu, it's going to get it out of you right with one bowl. Right, it's like a sure. neti, it's like a neti pot, but you're consuming it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a neti pot, but you're consuming it. It's not you don't have to shoot saline into your nostrils. You get to enjoy. A hot meal. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I, I've never been a big, hot, spicy person, but this, like, that kind of spice, like, uh, I don't, I really, with all the stuff going on with Shane Gillis and SNL, I really don't want to say Asian spice, but, uh, <laughs> but I am, but I do, but I do like, like, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of spicy stuff that I, I do enjoy. Like, I don't like, like a hot, like a, a buffalo wing that's just so hot that you're, like your lips burn, and if you have you happen to have like your lips are chapped, and it gets in like to a crack, you die from, from heat. So like, so I, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a shot. But yeah, go to the go to their website, cop one of these bottles. I will have a report soon. I feel like it is our duty as as people that they're sponsoring and not giving money to that we should at least know know their products. But they just came out with yeah. it, so it's not our fault. They haven't even sent us out the. Uh, the stuff yet so uh, i'll try it and y'all should try it bravado spice they are the spice of our life that's it all right let's go let's talk some cool let's talk some other stuff all right i want to i want to talk about wade miley in a minute but <clears throat> i was uh, i was otherwise unavailable today i was getting updates on the astros game and when i could i hopped on twitter to see what see what the texans were doing and to listen excuse me to to watch the tweets coming in about the Texans, I thought they were down like forty to seven. They were, they and were, it, pretty much. And it, it turned out that they won. And I tweeted about this earlier, but I've never seen a fan base of any sport get so blisteringly mad, regardless of the outcome of the game, than Texans fans. And and I, I had a little a brief thread uh, where, like, I mean. The NFL is not the BCS. Like you don't have to beat the 
the Jaguars by 90 points in order to make it to the, you know, to one of the New Year's New Year's Day games. Right. Um, what, you're you're obviously closer to the situation being now now that you're in the media. Uh, <laughs> why, why why are Texans fans so mad? Like you you beat a divisional opponent. It doesn't. I mean, it, with the NFL, correct me if I'm wrong. It doesn't matter how you beat somebody. You can have a crap game and you come out with a win and be like, "Well, that was not ideal, but there's still a win there. That's cool." Well, that's the uh, on to the next one. That's the. I mean, that's the proper response. A win in the NFL is there's so much. There's more parity in the NFL than any other than any other professional sport. That's true. So, uh, yeah, even the. I mean, the the worst of the worst. Well, maybe not the Miami Dolphins this year, but the, the worst of the worst. Can can beat you on any given Sunday. I hate I hate cliches, but uh, the movie, reason though. the reason are it's, it's an okay movie. Uh, the the reason the people are are so mad is because it doesn't change over there. It's it's coaching. It's 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 mental errors. It's just stupid shit, and that always puts them with the game on the line. And it cost them in the New Orleans game, and it it should have cost them. They honestly should have lost that game. They they went Jacksonville went for two after scoring a touchdown to t- the same to send it to overtime and they just didn't get it by a you know by a nose of the football. So uh, it's oh, just okay. it's just it's just it's like nothing like nothing ever changes. It's Bill O'Brien doing things. It's just I, I think people are just fed up, and the Texans coasted for so long and that's what it is. But yeah, the fan the fan base is you can see there's both sides of people just they're drinking the Kool Aid and nothing the Texans do is wrong. And then there's the people that. You know they could win by twenty eight points, and it it should have been forty two to those people. So I mean, it's just it's probably just like any other fan base. You're just seeing a lot of it because you get you're dealing with Houston people. I uh, yeah, that's probably true. So so I guess my my main my my big question to you is what Major League Baseball team is the equivalent of of the Houston Texans? Not the fan base, but the organization itself. Ooh, that's a. Uh... <laughs> and I've got, I've got, and again, my, I, I, I do watch some NFL. I watched all of the Texan Saints game. Uh, didn't watch a minute today, but I have a response. I, I have an answer, but I, I want to know what you think. Uh, I mean, I, I think that that's, it's probably the title aside, titles aside, it's probably the Angels. Oh, okay. Well, they just well they just peter in mediocrity, and also and then if you want to go with a more if you want to go with a more current answer, I'll uh, I'll keep it in the vision as well. The Oakland A's because they can't get past the wild card. That was my that was my pick. Like their crap doesn't work in the playoffs. Like the that that I was thinking the A's, but the Angels make a lot of sense because they're just perfect. They they have Mike Trout. Do the same shit every still- year, no matter what they do, no matter who they add. It's just like they're they just like yeah, mediocre. yeah. They're perfectly mediocre, and yeah, they did they did win World Series. So it's like they well, they so, won one seventeen years ago. Yeah, I, mean, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. But I mean, they got one with John Lackey. Yeah, we we hate we hate him. But yeah, so I I'd yeah. probably say the Angels, uh, and I just I'd throw the Cleveland Indians then there for a a, a runner up, mm. a consolation mm-hmm. prize. The Cleveland Indians are kind of similar. Uh, that's about it. I don't know. That yeah, the, the just I, I was gonna say the Pittsburgh Pirates of late, but they're not. They're still. They've been so bad for so long. The Texans have only had two really bad seasons. They're perpetually nine and seven. So I mean, that's just 
Yeah, that's just... <laughs> the Angels make a lot. I mean, you've got J.J. Watt, you've got Deshaun Watson. The Angels have Mike Trout mm-hmm. and Shohei Otani, I guess. And, uh, yeah, like 80, 80, just pencil them in for like 78 to 80 wins every year. Every year, yeah, and it doesn't change, and they don't fluctuate, so they don't know, they're never fully rebuilding. They're always just kind of sitting in this in this mode, and that's how the Texans are. They're never, they never blow it up. They always, it's just stopgap shit. And like that's, I feel like that's what the, the angels are, are, are trying to do to their, to their detriment. Overpaying for people, giving, the Texans giving contract to Nick Martin. The <laughs> angels are signing fucking Troy Gloss for like <laughs> the ghost of Troy Gloss. <laughs> Tim Salmon. Tim Salmon, yeah. There's just all these fucking Jamokes are coming back out of the woodwork and they're just like, yeah, they, I wasn't even playing anymore. I'm. I'm an insurance salesman now, and the Angels called me up, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you three years, fifty mil." I was like, "I couldn't turn that down. I, could, I haven't, I can't even throw anymore." But <laughs> Jared Anderson's like, "I, I was, I had a, a few car wash uh, places, and I, I just couldn't turn the Angels down." Yeah, he's like, "I can't even run." So they got me in the outfield, and I, I cannot run. One of my knees is bum. Like I'm just, but I couldn't turn that contract down. It was guaranteed money. Fully guaranteed. Yeah, fully guaranteed. Yeah, and like they've they've rehired the rally monkey, <laughs> and the rally monkey's like, I thought my whole thing was dead. They're like, no, we're bringing you back. We're just gonna see if we can if this we can work with this. The rally monkey, and then it's like, all right, yeah, I'll do it. Let's make some, let's get a shirt deal, and let's uh, let's all let's all make some money. We're not gonna win, but let's make some money, and that's pretty much what their motto is. Like, we're not gonna win, but let's all try to make some money. <laughs> all right, that's enough Texans talk. Um, everyone listening hears enough of that. Oh, if they yeah. if they listen uh, yeah. to the radio, yeah. Uh, were you tell tell me about how you approached Wade Miley's start today, and were you surprised? Were you relieved? Were you like, yeah, this is what Wade Miley does? He had two bad starts. Like, tell me tell me your thought process through Wade Miley's quality start today against I, a very terrible team. This I mean, this makes for it makes for a, a bad podcast or bad radio, whatever you want to call it. But I. I I'm just pretty even keeled on reaction stuff on on, on all uh, all across the board. So that's let me yeah, pre- let me idea. preface it with that. Like I don't, I'm not very reactionary. Uh, Wade Miley has been uh, September aside. September was was less than ideal, and I and I you know not great. But Wade Miley has been very very good. Was as of much of a sure thing throughout the year as anybody else in that rotation. I, I just, yeah, he, he went through, he had, had two terrible, terrible starts. Uh, but no, like he's... Career, career bad, like career worst starts right, right in a row. And, and, and watching his, and watching and listening to his remarks, he I, he was kind of shrugging it off like, yeah, shit happens. Like, I, I don't know, he was like, I, I'd look to see if I was tipping pitches, I don't think I was. Sometimes you just get lit up and, and shit goes awry, and it happened to him in back-to-back games. But people to people to just completely eliminate everything that he had done previous to that, like he hadn't been one of the most reliable. A guy that still has a sub-4 ERA despite having 137 or whatever in that one game or those back-to-back <laughs> games. Uh, it just it, it's stupid. They, they did the same thing with the same thing with Osuna. Osuna was just dominant in the for the first part of the year, and he had that rough stretch around the same time, and people were just were ready to eliminate him because in that cur- it, it's a what have you done for me lately culture, and I, it's just it doesn't doesn't apply to baseball. 
You're allowed to. Ra- you remember. can raise concern. You can raise concerns over it, and you can be like, "This is something that we need to look at." And eventually, it's possible that becomes the thing. But that you have to look at the big picture and then analyze and say, "Is this is this the story of all time right now, or is this just a bad run?" Uh, but people are just talking about, "Yeah, he can't be on the playoff. He can't be in the playoff rotation." Really, you fucking jamokes. Really. <laughs> Ready to just throw? You ready just to throw? You know, Urquidy out there uh, in, instead of instead of Wade Miley. I'm just not on that train. I'm just not. Well, I want to talk about him in a minute, and and that's no sli- and that's no and slight to him. It was just like I'm not ready to dethrone Wade Miley just because of, of two starts. That's so unfair of how long of a season is. That's the reason they play all these games. If we're going to have to watch it and sit through the whole season, I think the least the fan base can do is consider all of it as a body of work. Yeah, and if, if one of those starts happened in May and one of them happened last Tuesday... We're not even talking like about it. Issue. It's a non-issue. Yeah, we're no, no, it's like, oh, well, okay. Because yeah, Keiko did that. Keiko got lit up same kind of way, too, where he had, you know, he went you know a third of an inning and got touched up. I remember those starts. And it, but they yeah. were spread out, and they were, and they, or they were, you know, just so far and few between. So uh, I mean, I, 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 something was wrong in those two starts. I don't know if he was tipping pitches. I don't know if it was just a little bit. It, it was a little bit of everything because there was there were some balls that weren't high percentage hits that that got down, and sometimes that can just that can just snowball on you, and I, and I think that that just happened. But uh, I, today yeah, was. You give t- up. Go ahead. If you if you give up seven runs on seven singles, like it's it's not. I mean, and some of those balls were hit pretty hard exit velocity wise, but it, at some point, I mean, we saw Jordan Alvarez in the last. I want to say in the last week, in the last two weeks for sure, grounded out on a ball he hit 118 miles an hour, and that's just somebody with a glove being in the way in the right fraction of a second. Like it it happens, but he's not. It's not like he gave up seven runs on. On two three-run homers and a and a and a, and a solo homer that all went 475 feet. Right, and that's not something like that's just a, when you when you get when you get the bases loaded or and you get you just get traffic on the bases and people are doing station to station. Sometimes that can just go on for a time and then it does snowball. Like and it, I don't know if it becomes a subconscious thing you can't get over, but so, that just sometimes that just happens where it's just like base yeah. hit. I mean, I've seen the Astros do it to people. Where it's just every at oh, bat, yeah. it's like single run scores, runners move over, single run scores, so and you know double at the most. I, so I I agree with you. It wasn't like he was just getting body rocked, and these were four hundred foot home runs, and they were hitting them off the wall, and it was he was. I mean, he really wasn't getting banged around, although it, he was just not I mean, uh, yeah. not from a not some from a power standpoint. And right, there, that happened. There were, legit, there were some legit singles, and there were some. Like shift singles, and and it goes back to the you never notice the shift until it doesn't work. It's just baseball. I mean, that's just baseball. I I I, I, hate, I feel like when I say that sometimes it's a cop out, but it applies so much that like yeah. sometimes this just this just stuff happens, and it has nothing to do with the pitcher. Sometimes the major league hitters make major league plays, and they hit the ball because they're professional hitters of baseball. <laughs> 
They, <laughs> yeah. So sometimes they just win, and it's not Wade Miley losing, even though it is. But, I mean, some, he, he can make his pitch and hit his mark and do everything he's supposed to do, and a guy hits his, a low percentage hit that he wouldn't do the rest of the year and hits that for a single. There's just so many factors that go into it that I just have a big just a big problem with uh, these these shifts in – and how people feel about players, and and online, and this goes for it happens with everything, and, and that's just and it's a, it's a cultural thing too. But it's just like it's so tiresome, man. It's so tiresome just to to, to deal with that. Yeah, no, I've been even in the last two weeks. I've I've never been more ready to just delete my Twitter account, and and have some burner account that I only use to like follow McTaggart and Chandler Rome, right. And and Hunter Atkins and Jay Kaplan and Ken Rosenthal, just because like my opinion is not an invitation to a debate. Like, right, and that's what and that's what it is exactly right. Like it's just like I'm trying to make a, a joke and and I I get invited to explain myself. I'm like no, like it was a throwaway comment because it's Twitter. It's not we're not writing new books of the Bible here on Twitter.com. Like sh- shut up. Like I don't and, and I. And it's usually well, anyway. and it's, well, no, but it's usually and it's but it's usually somebody who doesn't understand the the fully the context of what you're saying, and and it's not they don't have to like it's for you. You're writing it. I, I'm starting to I'm starting to not browse Twitter as much and not reply to stuff. If I want to write a joke, if I want to write a comment about something, I don't give a fuck if you. I don't care if you respond. I'm I'm probably not. I just not. I'm just not inviting that negative into my into my life because if i if i write it number one i'm probably right and (laughs) and i don't need some some guy with a horse abby coming in here talking about god knows what that guy's the worst i don't know Uh, i I don't yeah that was just a funny joke for that That was just that was that was actually for astros twitter i give you guys a hard time but there's a horse guy y'all take that and run with it but yeah, it's just yeah. yeah yeah i just i it's just but i see it with people even from people that I seemingly respect their baseball opinions. It's I don't know if that's just like a culture thing, and since they're it's they're like engulfed in the Astros Twitter, everything you tweet about is about Astros. Like they just get caught up in it, and it's just like it's fun for them to like that's their how they vent, which is it's, it's probably parse it's probably partially that they just got to vent, they got to get some things oh. off their chest. But like there's people I'm just like, "No, you, you can't really think that like those two starts that just Wade Miley is all of a sudden defunct and can't do anything and he should just be not on the pl- postseason roster." Like that is hilarious to me. Cuz it doesn't it's uh, yeah. not it's it, not it's not an it's just not a well-informed argument at, b- for, by any account. I think a, a lot of it ha- I mean <clears throat> every every interaction the, the reaction to an interaction is is based on your relationship with that with that person true and there, there's a bunch of people that and you're included in this that have been around tweeting about the Astros since like 20 I freaking I got on Twitter in like 20 in 2008 yeah like, same about the same around time yeah <clears throat> yeah I mean but there's people that have bits that it's it's been their bit for a long time so when you see that like DeBerry tweets or like Stros fan I know tweets that you know, Will Moriarty, screw that guy. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah, wear normal that, pants, Moriarty. Stop wearing pleated khakis. You, you're an. <laughs> I know you're an adult, but like for crying out loud, man, you're not an AARP. 
he he heard the doc, he heard Dr. Dre say still rocking his khakis with a cuff and a crease, and he he stuck he stuck with it. Yeah, but no, but he yeah, but he would never like he would never put starch on them. They're they're unstarched. They're <laughs> they're they're cut. They're cuffed. They're like they're not. Yeah, they're cuffed at the bottom. There, there's too many wrinkles. He didn't actually get. He didn't actually have the proper size. They're too long. He's wearing <laughs> fucking penny loafers, just like Moriarty. And then he, then he has the gall to to look down on anybody that that thinks he's not stylish, which is the the best part of Moriarty. Moriarty, get it together, buddy. Anyway. <laughs> Point being that, and, and and the thing is, like I think he'll laugh at that because like there's been a relationship built, and 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 so you get someone that comes in, and I'm, I'll never make fun of anybody's follower count, unless you have like 2,500 tweets and one follower, and then then. The, well yeah, then, yeah, you, you just need you, to get you a you, what's coming to you. Well, you just need to get a diary at that point. Like just your, this is just a diary. <laughs> Go get a, yeah, get a journal and just write in there because that's what you're doing. You're just you're screaming out to the the nether. But that's your right to that's your right to do. Follower account has nothing to do. Okay, I know I know you're gonna go with this, so I'm just gonna let you go with it. No, but I mean like for for a lot of people, and I'm not I, I certainly don't want to be elitist. Like there's some there's some people that I'm not totally familiar with, but in the over the course of this season have had some really really good slash really funny tweets about the Astros, and I respect that. But there, if DeBerry tweets something that's obviously snarky, and and you take that, you take offense to it, or you call him an idiot, like you're missing the point. Like there, there, you're inserting it's it's any social situation where you're inserting yourself into a conversation that you just need to sit back and and let that conversation develop and form an opinion maybe six months from now. Like it's, <clears throat> the, the, and I, I think it, it goes back. And I'm guilty of this, like. I don't have any insight into the organization other than, you know, a, a, a message here and there. Uh, but the, oh, I can't remember what I was about to say. I was going to make a really good point. Um, <laughs> the, the, their crap. I'm so mad at myself. No, just take a, take a, do some Bikram yoga. Get, do, take a little <laughs> deep breaths. Uh, no, I, I I completely I completely agree with you, and uh, and it is something that that I don't know if it's just the fear. Oh, of, I okay, go I ahead, go on, take on, it, take on. it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off for for the one. The time. first time, yeah, the first time you ever done it. I'm, I've, I've, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that there is, we've come to a point where because you have a Twitter account, which it's not like you have to have a credit score. Obviously, you don't have to have a decent credit score to get that you think that your opinion matters and my opinion doesn't ultimately matter and and especially when it comes to running the astros nobody's opinion actually matters except anyone that jim crane is paying and but but we've come to a point in society where we think that our words carry weight and they freaking don't and it's really irritating and the quicker we learn that we're just like shouting at each other and it's way more fun to just have fun and make some jokes like the better society will be as a whole. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. And But I also, uh, to, uh, to, to go off your point with that, I, and I, don't, I could be completely way off base here. I could be com- completely wrong. But I view it like the kind of the people you, 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 know, you named the Barry fan. I mean, there's, there's just a bunch of people... I uh, mean, I'm, I'm not going to reel off accounts, but you guys know who I'm talking about. People that have been around for as long as we have, you almost 
and and this doesn't mean that you can't be new or not have as many followers and not have a valid opinion, but you, some of, and I don't even want to say us. I just speak some people. You earn the right to, to to speak your piece. Yeah. Within within the confines of, of of Astros Twitter, and like we you know we we do this podcast, and that doesn't mean we're right or we're not saying something stupid, but like we've right. put in we've put in work and time to to have a voice, and whether and and that, that has nothing to do with being right or wrong, and some people just I, I don't know I don't know I I, I don't know I it, this and this and this bleeds into other. You know other twitters as well. You know politics and every every other thing, music. Every there's always somebody that doesn't get it, whether it's a bit or not, but that just comes in, and that's kind of my new favorite thing, to be honest with you. <laughs> is that when like I'm? It's clearly a bit, but I it's written where it's just serious enough to where only people that know it's a bit know it and some people just come in just with just blind rage like and, it, and it's it's just my new favorite thing i'm just like you took you took the bait because i mean it's just it's so it's so easy to do but yeah so i i don't know i, I, I and, and everybody i'm sure there's smart baseball people that that maybe they're just they don't they don't believe in wade miley and they don't want them on their postseason roster, <laughs> and that's that's perfectly okay for them to have that opinion. I just I I personally don't don't agree with any kind of reactionary takes based on what somebody's done in a a, a month is probably the that's probably going to be my my time span. If it if it's going over a month and they're not hitting or something's going on, then that's a trend and that's something that needs to be needs to be addressed. And usually and okay. usually is and usually is by the club. And usually is. If it's that AJ Hinch and and the the scouting department, the front office on the team, if if aren't stupid, if Wayne Miley is an absolute liability and they think he's lost it and he's done, he won't be on the he won't be pitching. He will lose yeah. uh, so I I don't know. I mean, at this point, so so I, I've got a, a a point and a counterpoint. So at, at this point, I, we're looking at we have eleven regular season games left. The Astros have I don't know what the what the A's did today, but they came in today with a seven and a half game lead, like that, which is a virtually unblowable. Unless you're the Mets, it is an unblowable lead. Uncalled for. Uncalled for. Eleven. Yeah. Um, and so you're looking at it like okay. You know, Wade Miley, he can give it. You know, he can give us six more innings twice, and then we'll figure out in October. But the counterpoint is, you know, and, and I, I looked at this in, in 2017 and 2018. Obviously, 2018 was a lot shorter of a stay in the in the playoffs. Thank you, Joe West. Uh, thank you, Jackie Bradley Jr. But uh, I want to say that I mean, in 2017, it was Verlander, Keuchel, McCullers. And oh, it was Verlander, Keiko, Morton, and McCullers made a couple of starts, and and but mainly appeared in relief in 2017. In 2018, it was Verlander, Cole, Morton, and you had Peacock make I think one start out of eight. Like you don't need Wade Miley to be a starter in the playoffs. Maybe more than once or twice in a game. It's a Pete Monroe game, whereas like Game Six of the 04, you know, NL. The DS right. or whatever, yeah. or NLCS, right. where if if it works out great, if not, well, you've got Clemens the next game. 
Right. You you don't. But but where Wade Miley is more of a factor is is if someone gets in trouble in the fifth, he's going to give you three strong innings. He to can get eat up innings. That's in. that's more important than anything. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I and and in 2017, it was a it was a you know a Morton McCullers tandem type thing that they were doing. I, yeah. I they don't have I, I and do you know a status on Peacock or are they keep are they still keeping that as airtight as anything? I haven't heard much about it. Uh, I saw over the course of the weekend that they figured out that his shoulder issue was actually a nerve issue. Oh yeah, yes, I did read that. They seem to have fixed it, and he's like, like Hinch was like, this dude won't shut up. He said more in the last week than he said in the five years that I've been here. So apparently, he's like good to go. Okay, so then, so so you have that, and uh, what about McHugh? I have heard absolutely nothing about Colin McHugh. That's not good. I and I that's not good. But I I I know that he's had a a very he's had some ups and downs this year. But uh, Colin McHugh is very important to me for the for the same reason that we just said for uh, for Peacock and for Miley is that he can eat up innings. And for that for that game that you don't have, you know, one of the big three going, that's that's crucial. If you have if you tell me that I have McHugh Miley. And Peacock, not not in partic- any particular order, for one start to get me to the back end of my bullpen, I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah, you can take two of those dudes for three innings. Right, right, exactly. And, so like, I'm that's and, that's all you need is just to get through that game, and you don't necessarily need anything more than that. So I, that's that's all gravy if that's the case. Yeah, and I mean. McHugh is a is a solid like human being. Uh, his wife definitely needs to come on the podcast like soon, very soon. And she I does. think we're we're inching. We might be inching towards that actually happening. I don't know if I believe that, but I every time I try to like be funny in a comment thread, she like lights me up. I'm like, ah, oh, she's gonna end, she's gonna end up. <laughs> well, she's smarter than we are, and which is which makes sense. Right? Well, yeah, absolutely. But honestly, uh, I don't ever want to get looped into being like. An actual annoying apply guy, uh, uh, reply guy, where I'm just like, I know I, I understand the context of all of this. Like I'm not the annoying one. Like light somebody else up. <laughs> Unless I am being annoying and I'm oblivious, which is possible that it could be the case. I don't know. <laughs> but yes, um, Ashley, come on. We would. It would be a fun show. It really would be a great show for everybody. But yeah, it really would. It'd be a, it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> the. The your point you made a point you know if if you go longer than a month without producing then then the Astros will sort of correct it. Well, that's well, no, just point, my per, well, that's just my personal time frame for like where it's like the, like a month like any it's a long baseball season anything can go you could be great you could you could torch the world or you could be at the bottom of the barrel and that doesn't necessarily mean that that's who you are on on either side. So you know I think both sides regress to the mean. But yeah, longer than that it's something that needs to be looked into and possibly addressed. Case in point, Josh Reddick. Where do you stand on Josh Reddick as of right now after his first five-hit game of his career? Uh, shout out to him. I still think it's uh, crazy that he has a five-hit game and Jose Altuve does not. Uh, <laughs> it's disrespectful to baseball. But I, I, <laughs> Josh Reddick is still a veteran. He's still going to make you plays in the outfield. Uh, I, I mean, I'm as on board with, with Tucker as anybody else. 
But I, I don't, I, I kind of struggle with this because I, I would kind of have a problem just on a, I don't know what the what the word is. If 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 Hinch was were to bench Reddick and just go with Tucker, just for at the very end of the season, I kind of have a problem with that. Yeah, I agree. All right, go ahead. But not, but but not on. Not have nothing to do with baseball. Tucker is the future right fielder of this team, uh, and I. If, if if I'm rolling with Hinch, if that's what he decides, but but I I the, I, the veteran bat, the veteran the veteran glove. I Josh Josh Reddick is the outfielder for the rest of this season, and I, I don't see any world where he's not. But that seems to be a debate, especially the way Tucker's played the la, you know the, the last month. <laughs> <laughs> and his his September is now about what twelve days old. Right. Yeah. So I no I I agree with that. I think you know it, it's it's really good. I I think the point of having Tucker up and getting you know semi regular playing time is and you know he 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 hit leadoff today. I love it. That's that's not where he's going to hit, you know, for for whatever for the rest of his MLB career. Um, I but mean, but did you did you have a, but did you have a problem with him at leadoff spot because I I equate him to he's he's not quite as athletic, but that's it's a I would say him and Springer, that's a comp at leadoff spot. A guy with pop that can hit a ball out that can uh you know hit the ball in the gaps and drive for power but still can can hit it's it's very springer comparable I, w- I wonder how many lefty leadoff hitters there actually are i i'm going to guess it's not that many what does it matter so I, I but like, what does that matter that he's hitting he's lefty and he's hitting leadoff well i i just think it's different and i and i think that's what the ask, i think that I think batting him leadoff today, one, it served you know whatever the lineup purpose. For oh, today. for sure, for sure. But but I but I really like the idea that the Astros are throwing him into different situations and just getting him used to it. And I think the biggest benefit for Kyle Tucker over the course of September is for is for and it's it's exactly what. And again, you know, the we can say what we want about the front office and how they do business, but. They haven't. Li- they might lie about discomfort and what discomfort actually means. But they well, they absolutely do. But that's but that 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 serves them. I I I, I get it. I get I, it on I that. Can, I can understand. Yeah, but I mean, what they want to they want Kyle Tucker to be around guys like Bregman and Brantley and Springer and Altuve just to see how they prepare. Apparently, I don't know what Kyle Tucker was doing last season. But apparently he was blown away by the amount of preparation that went into playing actual Major League Baseball, which I don't really understand. Like, I don't know if he thought it was like, well, we play PlayStation for like six hours, and then we go play baseball for two and a half. Well, he's then, probably done that, but he's and, probably done that his entire life where he's been so much better than everybody else on the field that that his his natural ability, not just natural ability, his ability, because he obviously worked to yeah. – to, to, uh, you know, to increase his skills. So I don't want to just be like he was. He got this gift, and it's, he's always been able to do it. But he's probably always been better than everybody he was playing with on the field. I agree with that. And, yeah. and when that's the case, that you do skate by by just showing up to play a lot. So like you get to you get to the majors and you and you get you got guys that you're looking at the pitchers like Cole that are breaking down every single pitch and every single at bat. And then hitters that are going and doing the same, and they're going into the scouting reports and what they throw and tendencies, and you know, and I'm sure the Astros are probably at the forefront of 
playing up those like, oh, it's you know thirty percent in, in this count. Look for this here based on. I mean, so I I don't know how much of that chess game that the Astros are doing, but that's got to be something. And as a pro player, like, wouldn't it's already hard enough to hit hit a baseball, hit hit, uh, hit, yeah. hit, hit those velocities and and that movement. So I I would imagine that I would you'd be sitting there you'd want to be a a nerd of the game to uh, so I I don't know if 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 that was just something that he wasn't he he wasn't ready for and he he also said that he was just caught up in the lights too so you got yeah. the the approach and then you have just being like oh I'm in Fenway and I'm facing Chris Sale like uh oh <laughs> like that's <laughs> yeah just like that's been like and we all would do that. Like if we got if we if me or you got were got to the majors and you're in there and you're all of a sudden you're facing Roger Clements or somebody that like you had their you just idolized you had their card and I don't I didn't idolize Clements that's a bad example he's a ter- <laughs> terrible family terrible guy um, <laughs> he's always yelling at Kobe Kobe Clements um, but but so like the it, like yeah and you're playing in like a stadium like that. We're just like, oh fuck! I'm in Yankee Stadium on, at Sunday Night Baseball, and I'm facing, you know, CC Sabathia, or just any anybody, but anybody that like you anybody, grew up yeah. playing, like, and you're just like, oh shit, like, yeah, you're fa- I'm I got a hit against David Cohn. Oh no, <laughs> Jimmy Key, I tagged him for a double. There you go. So like, so I, I yeah, I, Tucker is fine, like we thought he was, but I I don't think that he. Is 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 worth overthrowing Reddick at this juncture? I I don't. I, but I, I wouldn't. But I but I wouldn't. It's it's, board, it's borderline. We've we've kind of both touched on this. It's it's borderline disrespectful to Josh Reddick to to be like, nah, dude. Um, you're you're sitting. Yeah, you did you did this all year long. The guy we call Ted. And how much? Yeah, and only us. Like nobody else calls him that. How much? And yeah. how, well, how much do you think that? And like, and and Redick hasn't been great in spots. Uh, he's gone long stretches where he wasn't hitting, but uh, it's not the it's not the worst season that we've seen from it from an Astros player. I, I think that everybody being so great all the way down the lineup, especially the addition of Jordan and all that, pushes everything back. Where the, the yeah. we start nitpicking, so the the scrutiny becomes a little bit more concentrating on him because there's nowhere what are we supposed to look at right what what is there to complain about yeah and, and i mean and look at all the averages of every other of every other major league team josh josh reddick is a a good and productive major league baseball player and he's also saving you runs in the outfield i i just yep. I, and i we all i think we can all agree that he is not he won't be here next year and tucker will be playing that position I, I, I just, think that's right. Yeah. I, I just, I and this is like I don't. And Josh Reddick's not my favorite player, by by any stretch. But I, I think he's earned the right to play. He plays the game the right way, and until proven otherwise, I, I just, I, I can't rationalize them benching him for, uh, for a guy who just got called up with September call-ups. So who makes the postseason roster, Miles Straw or Kyle Tucker? I think you got to put Miles Straw on that. I think you got to put Miles Straw on it, and the reason I think that is because you have to do the, uh, the old, what's his name? I'm, I'm blanking. Yeah, the uh, he's uh, Miles Straw is so fast that Miles Straw is gonna score you some runs in late games. He's gonna steal you some bases, or he's gonna, you know, he may score from first base with a ball in the gap, 
in a in a critical yeah. spot in the playoffs. And that speed and that base running solely for base running. And and, I, and we we love Mastro on the show. We think he's great. Uh, I, I think that that is more advantageous than Kyle Tucker, who is just got up and, and he's pinch hitting in a spot. I think Miles Straw pinch running is, is is more valuable at this current spot. I cannot disagree with that. That's a good. I I, I think that's a good take. Uh, and, and and it's like and and and, I, and the take is not an anti Tucker take. If if Hinch rolled with Tucker, that's a guy that can come up in a spot and has the power to hit the ball out. Can can hit doubles. So I'm I'm not against that. But I just think for the postseason and how the game just. It gets so condensed, and it gets tight, and the, and it's just not, you know, they're not 15, 14 games in the postseason. A, a, a pinch runner uh, on this team could uh, just pay pay dividends, and, and somebody as fast as Miles Straw, who is faster than everybody else, is the it would be my pick. Now, you bring up a good point, like, if you, but I mean, you're only pinch hitting in the World Series. And so you can readjust your roster before the World Series, and, and you could have it to where Tucker stays with the team, uh, is not on the ALDS or ALCS roster, but Miles Straw is. Right. And then you get, and then should you be lucky enough to get to the World Series, then you could put Tucker on the World Series roster, and he could be. I mean, because well, that well, that's where yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah, that that's has more pop than Miles Straw does. One hundred percent. I don't want Miles Straw but, hitting. Yeah. I, it's all pinch running, but see, but that's where that's where it flips. Like that's a, you make a great point because that's where it flips in the World Series is that you've got to take pitchers out and you've got to get guys to come take that at bat for that for your pitcher. So you're going to need a, a bat like Tucker in the World Series. So and you, we just don't know yet. I mean, it's 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 fun to be scoreboard watching at this point. Um, it just depends you know, what they want to do. What are the Yankees doing? What are the Dodgers doing to see like how are we going to play? Are there four games on the road, or are there four games at home? Like pretty much everywhere. I mean, once you get past the ALDS, you have no idea where you're playing. You know, the majority of your games. That's I want those I, games. That's, that's kind of fun. It, it's very fun. I I want those games at home. I know a lot of people are just like, oh, but the but the A's play us so well, and the and, and we're doing matchup watching. I I want the home games for as many series as we can get. Well, yeah. Uh, well, pe- but a lot of people don't. I'm not a lot of people on. That's stupid. It's it's. I almost said the I almost said the R word. That's not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. To like, uh, if you are scared, and, and the A's are a very good baseball team. The Tampa Rays are a good baseball team. The Cleveland Indians are okay. <laughs> they're there. They're, they're 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 up there too. And I understand like the the matchups and stuff. But if you're scared of the Oakland Athletics or the Tampa Rays being an Astros fan, then I. I Yes, you can lose to them. You can lose to anybody that's in the playoffs. You can lose to somebody that's not worthy. But if you're not wanting home field advantage and to lose to the Yankees just so you can play the Twins in the first round, then, like, you're a pussy. Ah, <laughs> oh, like, it's like, oh, I mean, I'm just sorry. I mean, sorry to, sorry to go, like, to take such a just a... A hard left on that, <laughs> but like, but it is. It's just like no, the A, the A's have been playing us tough, and the Rays, they're and they're pitching Charlie Morton. They're so good, and so you'd rather give up the home field in the ALCS, and then to go just so you can play the Minnesota Twins, who are just a, a power hitting team. Like I, that's just ridiculous. 
I don't understand how. I mean, and I, I, I actually had not. That's heard a popular that take. In, like, I see it all the time. I, I, thank God I had not heard that. But, but to in order, because you want to set yourself up for a quote unquote more favorable advantage in a five game series that you're willing to give up home field advantage in a seven game series. That's absolutely. We stupid. we we do not win the pennant if if the Yankees had home field advantage in the in the 2017 in the 2017 absolutely playoffs. Absolutely correct. You win, you win, you you hold you hold serve and yeah you shit the bed in New York but you hold serve and you win games six and seven at home like you're supposed to you're supposed to win your home games and that's just kind of what you're what you're supposed to do so I just yeah. I, I I don't get it like uh, both of those teams it's both of those teams are throwing their ace out for a wild card game if that's the case and so yeah. you only, you only have to face their number one once so Charlie Morton once and whoever the shit is I don't even know who Oakland's ace is. Well, it was it was my fires. Maybe it's uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, Brett Anderson. Yeah, it's fun to uh, make fun of Mike Fires for his for his tattoos and for his looking like he's like the newest member of Wario's, the baseball equivalent of Wario. <laughs> yeah, Cheshire Cat. Yes. Yeah, he's got a, the G face. It's like maybe he was trying to spell something else out. You see, <laughs> he was doing the outline for a new tattoo. I don't know. He's like, yeah, he's, he looks like. Waluigi or Wario or Sario. Yeah, he's Sario. That's who he is. He's Sario. That's who he is. The uh, the new Mark. But shout out to Mike Fires. Mike Fires is. I have no problem with him. He's just fun to make fun of. But yeah, so they're just. He's, and, and I mean, Mike Fires, you know, we give him crap for his terrible facial hair and his dumb tattoo, but. And he's taking I mean, pictures with porn stars and being a bad guy in general. Other than that, like, we love him. I mean, give him credit. Like, he held the rotation down while everyone was hurt in 2017. At least co-MVP for me in 2017, so for what he did in those times. So, yeah, so, I mean, but, like, yeah, to have some... your porn stars, Mike Fires. But to have, yeah, but but to have your your hand go numb, like, that's got to be terrifying. That's possible. I didn't didn't see any follow-ups. And I was was looking for him today, either from Kleinschmidt or... uh, some of the people I follow with that are up in the Bay Area, so I didn't see if they've said anything about what that was. But that's not good for your hand to go numb for a period of time. The obvious answer is that he angered the baseball gods with that with that facial hair. That's the only answer. Well, he was trying to, but see, when he was trying to be superstitious and like I, I almost respect somebody who's willing to go for it. And he was, I mean, and like he, I mean, he looked like an idiot. Don't give me, do not get me wrong, but like if. Like that. That's it's it's the same thing as the uh, like the mustache shave, the mustache thing that Bregman did. He just looked dumber. <laughs> I I, resp- I respect it. If somebody did that for if if Cold came out and did that for our team, or like or Wade Miley, or somebody shaved their beard like that, a superstition thing, we would be fucking going nuts for. We would love it so much. Yeah, that's Homerism for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's just the fact that it's Mike Fires and that he does have his his name. Not he didn't even have his name tattooed. He has the outline tattooed, so his name is visible, <laughs> which is even worse. <laughs> but yeah. So but but anyway. So to get back to the 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 more important stuff, not making fun of Mike Fires and his dumb tattoos, the guy Fiar, the guy Fieri of baseball. He is the Guy Fieri of baseball. That's amazing. And I love Guy He's Fieri. So he almost town every start. He almost isn't though, because like I I don't love Mike Fires and I love Guy Fieri. Like he's just not he like is. he's yeah. But yeah, but he's got like that same kind of like energy to where he's just like not really doing anything wrong. 
And he's not like like Muckfire's in like a douche, but he's just like he's got these tattoos. It's like yeah, he he wears sunglasses on the back of his neck. It's like yeah, normally bad people do that, but he does it. So how it's many, a, how many affliction shirts does Mike Fires have? I don't know if he still wears them, but that, what's the? I don't even know what the the current equivalent is that uh, would be of uh, uh, some sort of like he probably Supreme. <laughs> Or like no the champion like he's wearing like the like the like just champion like just not just like very like uh, I don't know affliction was pretty bad I don't know white people it was real bad. douchey white people need to get a new brand I don't know what they're they're just wearing like shirts for, like white claw shirts <laughs> that are way too big but like see, super baggy but see affliction were those were tight because they were for fighters right yeah yeah. God, anything with old English, anything with that font, it's like you probably got it at Kohl's. Um, unless you have a truck and you put your, your last name, like you've made stencils and you've cut it out and you put it on the like the back the back windshield of your well, yeah. Well, then you know yeah. the windshield, your back shield, whatever on the back yeah. of your truck. Like I respect that. Well, yeah, because that's usually Mexican mafia, and you don't want to mess with those guys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that's respectable, and like they do it, like put it on the if like yeah, you see their last name on the on their the back of their shoulders. It's like okay, yeah, I don't, I don't want smoke. And then you got fires, and his is written on his arm. It's like well, I okay. <laughs> and he's all where there's smoke, there's fires, and that's like <laughs> the thing. And everyone's like, uh, I don't know about that, bro. And he's like, no, it's it's a thing. I'm gonna make it a thing, and he forces it, and it's not good. Yeah, that's what's tattooed on his other forearm. <laughs> Where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, he's oh, it's like, oh man, stop it, just stop it. And he's like, all right, just hold on, hold my beer. I'm gonna go shave my face into a G or six. We don't know. Anyway, shout out to Mike Fires. Hope his numb hands okay. Um, yeah, I would, yeah. He's the stranger, he's doing the stranger. That's the that's what he's doing. I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, what I'm not scared. I'm just not. Is there anything else to talk about? Uh, I mean, we can we can uh, talk about. Jordan Alvarez and how he's still great. Still great. Is are you okay? So who are you most? I mean, tell me about Carlos Correa and how you feel. Apparently, he's going to be activated on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, so he'll have what that makes ten games. And there, and Hinch said yesterday they're going to treat it like a spring training where he might he might play four innings one game. He might play six. Like because there's no there's no affiliate there's no minor league affiliate that's still in the season, um, he can't he can't go to a minor league affiliate. So, are you? I mean, again, you're trying to win home field advantage. And yeah, this feels very this feels very 2018. This feels very 2018. A 70 percent Correa is better than 100 percent Aladnis Diaz. No disrespect to Aladnis Diaz, but. Are you cool? I mean, uh, I don't. I I I do. What impact does Carlos Correa have on the postseason? Is it going to be huge? Is it is it going to be hugely negative or hugely positive? On uh, see, that's it. All depends on how he's healed. So, like, I I completely agree with you. Seventy percent Carlos Correa is better than anybody any any combination of people they throw out there. But if he's not fully healed, if he does what he did in twenty eighteen and comes back and he just he can't swing, he has no bat speed. Uh, and then, so that does that does nothing for the, that it goes nothing for like getting home field advantage 
now in the in the last eleven games, and it does nothing for the postseason. So I would rather him make sure. I, I guess he has to play to get right. I don't know. Carlos Correa is important to this team winning a World Series. I agree with that. And although, and that being said, they can absolutely win one without him. But uh, anybody who chooses, oh, we don't need him. Oh, go hell, Carlos. No, I want Carlos Correa playing shortstop, and I want him batting wherever the fuck Hinch wants to bat him. And I would like to win a World Series with him. I, I, I think, I mean, they make he makes this lineup just absolutely terrifying when it already is terrifying. So I don't. I mean, we're we, it's fun to make fun of with Carlos and all that, and the injuries are frustrating. But anybody who's not pro Carlos Correa on the field when when able to play is is foolish. And I, st- I still think that the, the, the Astros and Correa were overly cautious this time around. And sort of the, kind of the, the argument for every IL stint over the course of – and Presley's different because he had like surgery on his knee. Right. But, I mean, you ultimately – with a team like this, it doesn't matter what happens in the regular season. Like you're trying to do damage in October – and and that's all that matters, I mean, and that's Korea all I care about. Yeah. Healthy. If if the Astros had a one game lead on Oakland, I guarantee you Correa would be in the lineup. Uh, I, I I agree with that as well. I, I so I think I, I think that we need to maybe not be as harsh on Correa, at least about how long it's taken him. When this could be completely be a hinge team thing that's saying like get right, like you take your time. We don't like we're cool, which they are. Which that is correct. They are absolutely cool. They they don't need them. Like get right. Let's win a World Series. Like don't rush back. Like like do your thing. And it, it, it's and like even though we want a picture, Carlos just not working hard. Which I just don't. <laughs> well, no, it's just not. Well, it's just not true. Like you see him. You see how much yeah. he loves the game. You see him in the dugout, like celebrating. Like Carlos Correa loves these guys. Loves the Astros, loves baseball, loves to play. So I mean, that, none of that stuff can be questioned. And a, and a lot of our jokes about Correa are just are just funny because of. The, it's like a character the, we created. It's not even. It's not even. Re- yeah, it's not even real. It's like, not who he is. Yeah. No, and, and I and I hope that and I hope that people listen to that. That they it's it's so fun. Barefoot Correa is hilarious to joke about, but it's a bit. Hilarious. It's a bit. Carlos Correa on the field is. A perennial potential MVP if he could play an entire season, and uh, and uh, yeah, I, I got the dedication and the uh, the love of the game has never been a, a question on my end for on Korea. Yeah. I've never no, been like I've never been like this guy doesn't love the game. Danielle is in his head, and he's gonna go really do the cooking show and go to New York. He doesn't care. Like he <laughs> does care. It's the only thing he's ever known. Yeah, and we talked about this I, last week. Just playing those, those World Series, like the World Series clips, where he, you know, he hits the home run, he's celebrating, running out on Game Five when Fisher slides in. Just yep. Carlos Correa loves this shit. So uh, yeah, I don't. I, I think he's important, and I think he needs to come back healthy. But what I wanted to uh, before we close out, I wanted to say about uh, Alvarez. Of course, he's just absolutely killing it. Like he's coming up and I, I don't I, I don't want to say I don't know if he'll get it because he's he's it'd be the right pace about Bagwell's RBI record for a full season yeah. what's it what's he like seven off it 
what did Bagwell have? 83, 82, something like that? 82. Something like that, 82, yeah. He had 82 in a full season, and he's got 75 through his first 76 games. But I saw a uh, – I don't remember who tweeted it out, So I, and I hate that when I don't remember that. But they were they were tweeting out the uh, the wars for for comparable players, and then their salaries. So uh, I'm trying to think, I can't I can't find I can't find what uh, if Jose Altuve's WAR is three point four, then Alvarez has to be like three point six. I think yeah, he's, I think he's a three point six. So Jose Altuve's got a three point four. JD Martinez has a three point Manny Machado two point eight. Paul Goldschmidt two point six. Edwin Encarnacion two point five. Now the twenty twenty salaries. Uh, Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz was yeah, he had a three point five. So he was above Altuve. So yeah. So so Alvarez is a three point six. Uh, Nelson Cruz makes twelve million. Altuve twenty nine. J.D. Martinez, 23.75, Machado, 32, Goldschmidt, 26, Encarnacion, 20, and, and Alvarez will be making 50, 560K. <laughs> and, and, I, and I think that that's how the rich stay richer in baseball is that you get a guy like that with that kind of production and you don't have to pay, which gets you to the next contract while the older guys kind of get phased out of those contracts. And that's they why the – and that's why the Astros. That's why the Astros are set up to be good for so long. And if players like that pan out, and if you know Tucker comes up and pans out, you're going to have a. It's going to be another situation just like that. So uh, I don't know. It's just yeah. he's just. It's just been an absolute absolute pleasure to watch, as the Astros have been, and uh, I'm just it's, it's excited. I I still think it's it's the Astros World Series to lose. I don't I don't know. I don't. Is there somebody I can make fun of so we can close the show in a good way? Freaking Cole Hamels, piece of crap. I we haven't heard anything about Cole Hamels. I saw that. Uh, There's nothing to hear. There's nothing to hear about Cole Hamels. Screw Cole Hamels. Screw you, Darvish. Screw Jack. You, 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 Darvish had a hell of an outing the other day. Oh, cool. Good for him. Garrett Cole's had 19 of those. <laughs> 19 of those. I just want. I want you just want you, Darvish, to to fold again in the playoffs, and I would like Cole Hamels to stop being a sex pervert. Got. Just play, put your stickers up, phone any Astros game.